Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John Cobell podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome, Ron, the air from uh, 1 until 4. And then after 4 o'clock, uh, you can hear our podcast, John Cobelt Show On Demand, also on the iHeart app. It's the same as the radio show. Uh, and it's uh, just more condensed. We have Steve Garvey coming on at 3 o'clock. Uh, the uh, would-be senator, Dodger great, who's uh, been doing better and better in the polling. Uh, he's in second place in many polls behind Adam Schiff ahead of two other Democrats who get all the attention from uh, the left-wing progressive media. But uh, Garvey has uh, has a following there, and uh, at the moment he, he could uh, sneak into second place. And we will talk to him about his campaign, because uh, I think he's getting better and better at campaigning as time goes on. Next hour, we're going to have Daniel Gus on. Daniel Gus is the uh, independent journalist, uh, one of the few here in Los Angeles, and he covers things that most of uh, the left-wing media won't cover, especially the El Segundo Times. And uh, he's got some stuff on the one council. I, I was going through this morning considering uh, the voter guide, which we are going to put out uh, any minute. And there, there's a lot of races and there's a lot of races either. Uh, it's not important to the vast KFI listenership or uh, I don't really care about it or I don't know anything about it. Right. But the, 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 I do think that all the um, Democratic socialists on the L.A. City Council ought to be removed as quickly as possible. One of them is Nithya Raman. Democratic socialist is code word for communist. And Nithya Raman is, uh, uh, represents uh, parts of Hollywood, uh, the bad parts, uh, as well as uh, Mid-City, Park La Brea, then goes up over the mountains into Studio City. 
and Sherman Oaks, uh, all the way to Reseda and Sino. Um, and, and she's a disastrous and, and she's disastrous by design. She actually believes in this crap. She thinks the homeless should have uh, a good run at things. Uh, she, doesn't, she does not want to get in the way of their lifestyle. And she's terrible uh, and arrogant and, uh, I don't know, not very bright. Seems to be educated, but uh, doesn't seem to have any uh, useful intelligence. Uh, anyway, Daniel Gus had quite a bit to write about her uh, in, in, her, in today's uh, newsletter that he put out. So we'll talk to him Next, Erica, uh, she's definitely a got to get rid of. <laughs> There's going to be a list of got to get rid of. And, uh, yeah, sometime in the next day, I'm going to talk about uh, who I want to see as the next L.A. County District Attorney. There are really a lot of good candidates, and I've given it a lot of thought. And there's a lot of criteria uh, I want to use before I say, you know, who I would uh, be voting for. Uh, I mean, there really is more than one candidate. Uh, I'd love to get two candidates in there. Uh, to finish one and two, uh, but you can only vote for one at a time. So uh, obviously you don't want Gascon, and uh, there's another guy who's just like Gascon, and you don't want him. Uh, but but there's there's several good ones, and uh, we'll talk about that eh, as time goes on. Today, yeah, maybe today, definitely by tomorrow. See what else we've got. I want to start out by talking uh, about uh, this measure HLA which a lot of people don't know about. It's a city of Los Angeles measure, but it is something that is spreading all over left-wing cities and states. And it's about, well, in, in LA specifically, it would be removing a lane of traffic on most of the major boulevards. So let's say you got three lanes on Wilshire Boulevard or two lanes. Everybody loses a lane going east, west, north, south, one less lane, and uh, it'll be replaced with a bike lane that virtually no one will use. They'll put up bollards and barriers for the bike lane. The barriers could be curbing, having a curb right in the middle of the street. And by the way, I've seen this. It goes on. Santa Monica. I recommend everybody take a drive through Santa Monica. Holy crap. Uh, I know somebody lives up in San Francisco. They're doing this up there right now. They're removing lanes of traffic. It instantly creates terrible congestion in seconds. You could be driving to work down a three-lane boulevard. You'll come back on a two-lane boulevard, and it'll be jammed up for a mile and a half. Not exaggerating here. And this passes. If Measure HLA passes, we're in for hell. And they're doing this on purpose to drive us out of our cars. They're claiming it's for safety purposes. But now that I, it's a lie. But I'll tell you how I know for sure it's a lie. I got an email from the Homeowners Association in my section of the city. And it's a Homeowners Association. It, I, it's, I, I don't live in a development. It's just that for this general area, people pay some dues, and this organization is like a lobbying group uh, looking out for matters like this. And they sent an email the other day and said, do not vote for this measure HLA. Vote no on it, because here's what it's going to do. And specifically in Brentwood, where I am, there is uh, a main boulevard, San Vicente Boulevard, and that's where most of the businesses are. It has a big median in the center of the strip with coral trees. It's kind of pretty. 
You have two lanes of traffic going each way. You have a bike lane going each way. And then you have a parking lane on the far right. So you got big median in the middle. It's a really wide street. Two traffic lanes, bike lane, parking lane. The traffic during rush hour and during the middle of the day is abominable, overwhelming, horrible. Whoa! It's You cannot move. Last night, my wife wanted to go out somewhere, and I said, well, why don't we wait a little bit? Because the traffic was inching along at two to three miles an hour. You know, you look on the, on the Waze app, and it'll tell you how quickly the traffic is moving. Two, three miles an hour. Okay, and that's every day. So you have three-mile-an-hour traffic during a rush hour, and these lunatics, and these are, these are bicycle organizations who are heavily financed by wealthy millionaires. I guess all millionaires are wealthy. But, and, and what they, they have a climate change agenda. Uh, their cover story is a safety agenda. They want to get us out of our cars no matter what. So they're going after San Vicente Boulevard, which, again, has terrible traffic problems already and already has a bike lane. And their cover story is uh, safety issues. You know, there's, a, there's pedestrian deaths. Let me tell you something. Where I'm living, there's no pedestrian deaths, okay? There isn't. Or there's nobody dying on San Vicente Boulevard. Where there's pedestrian deaths are in uh, the neighborhoods where you have a lot of criminals and a lot of homeless people. Where you have a, a lot of riffraff people driving their cars fast and they're whacked out on booze and drugs. And there's homeless people also whacked out, stumbling around in the dark or at dusk. And that's when they get run over. And I've said this a million times. You look at the maps of the pedestrian deaths and then do some further research about the time of it. And that's what's going on. And that's how I know they're lying. Because the surge in deaths are just in certain neighborhoods at certain times of the day caused by certain people, those who drink and drive or take drugs and drive. And then the people getting run over is uh, their own special class of people, too. And they're drunk and on drugs and stumbling around in the dark. And because we have so many more homeless people and so many more drug addicts and so many more mental patients, uh, that's why the pedestrian death rate is going up. Because crazy people like to wander into the street, walk through traffic, dance in the street, take their clothes off in the street. Talk more about this when we come back. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. We've got Moistline coming up on Friday. We need Moistline calls or it'll just be very quiet in the 3 o'clock hour on Friday. 877-MOIST-86. 877-MOIST-86. You ought to be complaining and bitching about this uh, Measure HLA. Maybe you don't know about it. I'm trying to explain it to you. I mean, you're on San Vicente Boulevard all the time. You know what I'm talking about, oh, Brown. Oh, yeah. All right. Have you ever been in real bad traffic there? Uh, I don't go there that often. I mean, look, I live in the San Fernando Valley, and there's horrendous traffic oh, there. Ventura Boulevard, yes. right? Well, yeah. They do a road diet there. Oh. Can you imagine taking away a, no, a lane in no, both directions? No. Well, that's what they want to do. And they want to do it on all the major boulevards. And you have to vote no on Measure HLA. These are... Weird. It's it's pushed by the weird bike fanatic crowd. These are the grown men who bike during the day wearing tight yellow spandex. Don't you do that when you ride on oh. the weekends? <laughs> no, I just wear spandex at home. Oh, okay. I never go out and in public. Bright? That way. It's it's bright orange. That's my that's my favorite color. Okay. I imagine you probably have bright leopard spandex, don't you? 
Yes. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> and you keep that at home, too, don't you? That's no, Actually, you wear, wear that, to work. you wear that to work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who wears it to work. So um, I, I, nobody, nobody likes this measure, HLA, if they know about it. Uh, and, you know, when you look at it on the ballot, it'll be deceptive wording. And you might think, oh, well, this looks like a good idea. No, it's not. We, we, we want to reduce pedestrian deaths. No, pedestrian deaths are not happening on these boulevards where they're going to do road diets. Pedestrian deaths happen, like I said, because there's so many homeless people in the streets now. And uh, this, it's not because of speeding. It's not. First, there's an inherent contradiction. You know, they claim this is going to, they have to slow traffic down because the speeding leads to pedestrian deaths. The traffic is already exceedingly slow. Like I said, it's two to three, five miles an hour on some of these boulevards. Try to try to go down Wilshire Boulevard on the west side. I'm most familiar with the west side, obviously. But try to get under the 405 at five o'clock. The problem is not speed. The problem is a lack of speed. You can't kill anybody on Wilshire Boulevard at 5 in the afternoon. You can't get your car going fast enough to do that. You can't even mildly injure them. So what they've done is they've, oh, my God, everybody is speeding. Yeah, because we all have these weird biases on our head. Yeah, yeah, people drive too fast these days. No, they don't. Everybody drives too slow because they can't get anywhere because of the traffic. And if you take out another lane on all the boulevards, you're going to have even more congestion, even slower driving. Actually, there have been times on San Vicente in the late afternoon where it's stopped dead. And it's stopped dead for like two, three light cycles. You're going zero miles an hour. So you take away a lane, you're just going to get traffic backed up to the Pacific Ocean. That's what will happen. The Los Angeles Times, of course, endorses Measure HLA, which is absolutely, well, that's all you need to know. You have to vote no. This is one of these weird progressive wet dreams. People wrote letters, and um, the Times, I guess, could not find anybody who, who would uh, support Measure HLA because they printed three letters, and they were all against it. Which I thought was interesting. Um, here's one of them. It says, take a drive down Venice Boulevard in West L.A. from Culver to Inglewood Boulevard. There's bike and bus only lanes that have been opened. You will see heavier traffic, angry drivers, empty bus lanes, empty bike lanes, and failure. Yes, empty bike lanes. Because hardly anybody Rides a bike during the day on city streets. You talk about dangerous, that's what's dangerous. Of course, they want to take up even more space and put up a wall of bollards to protect the three or four bike riders that'll pass through. This same uh, rider says, we don't live in a city where clean and safe buses come reliably every five minutes to whisk you where you want to go. We live in a city where buses come when they come, if they come at all. And transfers are often clunky and poorly timed. Nobody with a real job relies on the buses to get to work. Here's another, uh, here's another one. Um, uh, they're part of the same letter. Until local government does something significant about offering plentiful public transportation that is cost effective, that is fast and goes where people want to go, these unfeasible street plans will not work. All Measure HLA will do is make Los Angeles even more unlivable. That's uh, Jeannie Damas. Here's another one. In my opinion, Measure HLA alone is not a viable solution to reducing the number of crashes and deaths 
Reducing the number of lanes on certain roads and installing bike lanes will only increase driver stress and dump speeders onto alternate routes not normally utilized by drivers. That's true. People spill into cut-through streets. I know. Because Sunset is backed up and all the streets in my neighborhood become cut-through streets. And people drive 30, 40 miles an hour to get around the Sunset backup. You're going to get more of this. And that's where you can get deaths because little kids uh, or uh, moms pushing strollers will get run over. And this that was written by Charles Singer of North Hills. Measure HLA is, is preposterous. And I've mentioned this many times. I'm not going to go through the story again. But we saw it seven years ago when we did the shows in uh, Playa del Rey uh, on uh, the Vista del Mar Road Diet. And that was disastrous. Traffic backed up for over a mile in all directions and no bike riders in the bike lanes. I think there was a total of five over a 60-minute period. So, so this is not about bike lanes. This is not about safety. Nobody was getting run over. And I remember Mike Bonin was pushing it then, and he was claiming specifically about one person who got run over, and we've got to, we've got to do something. And we found out that person uh, had wandered off from a bar at 2 in the morning, probably drunk, and was walking down the middle of a dark road. And that's when they got hit because the driver didn't see the drunk guy wandering down the dark road at 2 a.m. And he used that as a reason to cut a traffic lane during rush hour in, uh, in uh, Playa del Rey. They lie, they're deceptive, and, and it's just going to make life more impossible. And it's not going to save the planet either. It's not going to reduce climate change. So please, you got to vote no on Measure HLA. All right, coming back, the, uh, the other big issue. The other big issue is uh, George Gascon on the ballot. And uh, Channel 7 did a report and interviewed uh, Gascon a little bit. We'll play it for you when we come back. And we'll talk about the race because now's the time we got to decide on who we're going to vote who's most likely to beat him. And we also have to make sure that at least one, if not two of the good guys make the runoff because there's not only a bad guy in Gascon, there's another bad guy on the ballot who could sneak in. So you have to be warned and you have to pay attention. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. 
until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. Ron from one until four. And then after four o'clock, John Cobalt show on demand on the iHeart app. And you could listen to whatever you missed coming up after two o'clock. Our independent journalist friend, Daniel Gus, he's got uh, a weekly uh, column that he writes, a uh, newsletter and uh, he focused on Nithya Raman. He's she's the LA City Council member whose uh, district is sprawling. It runs from uh, the Valley and Sino Sherman Oaks and uh, Studio City and all the way over the hill into uh, uh, parts of Hollywood and she is uh, as pro-homeless uh, as, as you can get. I mean she just won't do anything and even when she does occasionally clean up an encampment to get the photo op and the press release the camp is repopulated in short order and uh we're back to square one and uh, she tries a uh, karen bass tries to give her cover but bass and ramen make claims that yeah yeah we've cleaned it up and then woof, here they come rushing back there's no follow-up there's no patrol to keep them away Anyway, Daniel Guest has some interesting stuff about Nithya Raman. She is completely owned by this radical anarchist group called Democratics, Democratic Socialists of America. And they have three council members, and it, it, they want the abolishment of the police department, among other things. Anti-American, anti-capitalist, anti-Western way of life, anti-everything that you're about. I don't care what your political belief system is. They're against it. They want to dismantle the American way of life. Whether it's the Democratic way of life, the Republican way of life, anything into pain in between, they want to get rid of it. So we'll talk with Daniel Gus coming up. Uh, George Gascon, good friend of the Democratic Socialists of America as well. And he is dismantling uh, the justice system uh, rapidly. Uh, he's up for re-election. He's got 11 candidates against him. And boy, I wish maybe he had three. Uh, but the 11 is going to split the vote too many ways. And Gascon could sneak into the top two, which he really doesn't deserve. Also, there's another guy who's like Gascon, and he could sneak into the top two. And then you'd have Gascon versus mini Gascon. I'm going to explain this 
coming up in a moment because you, you have to be aware that this vote really matters and you have to vote for the right guy. Uh, we can't spread the vote 11 different ways. That's suicide. Uh, listen to this report. It's also interesting to see how other media outlets cover Gascon. Uh, ABC7 reporter Josh Haskell talked with him. We're in a much better place today than we were four years ago. That's the message from Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon, who faces a record 11 challengers in the primary next month as he seeks a second term. Gascon's challengers have run campaigns against the incumbent rather than against each other, and the large field could help Gascon. Why so many candidates? A USC Dornsife poll conducted last month found 51% of voters disapprove of the job Gascon is doing. We're dealing with violence, and in fact, violence has come down, which clearly indicates that the work that we're doing is not necessarily, doesn't cause crime to go up. Um, but we're also addressing the issues of over-incarceration. We're seeing issues of, uh, you know, the equity within the system. And I think that that creates a certain level of anxiety for some people. And also for some, it creates an opportunity. They view it as a, you know, we want to go back to the tough on crime, what, whatever that looked like. Gascon tells Eyewitness News all his challengers want to take us backwards, but believes the reforms he's brought to L.A. County will result in crime continuing to go down after it went up during the pandemic. Gascon admits he got off to a rough start. A very difficult first year. Uh, we're not there anymore, you know, and, and, and a lot of what you see right now is really you're still people thinking about what happened in 2021 uh, as opposed to what is happening in 2024. But property crime, smash and grab robberies, and the proliferation of homeless encampments are some of the reasons why residents of L.A. County say they still don't feel safe. And some believe Gascon favors criminals over victims. What is your answer to addressing this perception yep. that people aren't safe? Well, I mean, first of all, how is not the answer? Look, it's not that we're not prosecuting or sending people to prison, right? So people may be going now for 5, 10, 15, 20 years as opposed to 30, 40, 50, right? But they're in prison. So even if you were to believe that I was wrong in the approach, you're going to have to wait several years to see how that plays out. Right now, all the science that we know about the impact of lengthy incarceration points out that we're probably heading in the right direction. Gascon believes he gets blamed for many issues not under his jurisdiction, saying he doesn't have a stack of misdemeanors sitting on his desk, and he doesn't believe Prop 47 has made us less safe. <laughs> he also maintains he's not responsible for the homeless crisis. <laughs> until we create more housing, until we deal with the issues of mental health, right? Neither the city attorney nor the district attorney are going to be able to cure these problems. If a candidate in the DA's race doesn't receive more than 50% of the vote in the March 5th primary, there will be a runoff between the top two finishers. It's highly unlikely that a candidate will receive more than 50% because of how large the field is. Boy, that is rich, huh? He is really a stubborn goat, and he'll never admit to the damage he did. That man, George Gascon, has done more damage to the quality of life in Los Angeles County and across the state than any other human being in our lifetimes. And he claims that he's being blamed for things that are not his responsibility as district attorney. He wrote Prop 47. Prop 47 led directly to all the homelessness you see in the street. Much of that is caused by drugs. And Prop 47 eliminated drug possession, and drug use as being serious crimes. It took away the discretion that prosecutors had 
to offer an arrested drug user or drug seller a choice between jail or treatment. That used to be the deal. You've been arrested for drug use. You want jail or you want treatment. Now they didn't get treatment and they didn't get jail. And George Gascon wrote that. George Gascon's responsible for that change. George Gascon wrote the bill which said, uh, Cry, there's not going to be felony theft anymore. You could steal up to $950. Turned everything into a misdemeanor. And in L.A. County and a lot of other places, misdemeanors carry no jail time anymore. Because there's allegedly no room in the jails. Because they moved a lot of prisoners from state prison into the county jails. Part of another reform plan. It's disastrous. And by the way, just came out the other day, retail threat theft is up 81%. 81% in L.A. So he's lying. If most of the public doesn't feel safe, it's because we're not safe. In Gascon's world, we're all wrong and he's right. And he's got science or, I mean, he might as well run around waving sage in the air. To ward off the uh, evil spirits. I, he's, he's, he's such a colossal liar. You know how you feel. You know what you see. Most of those people in the streets, the homeless people, are committing crimes every day. Just nobody, nobody arrests them. They're not prosecuted. The thefts are out of control. Nobody can dispute that. And I'm looking at a list of candidates here, and I see one guy who would agree with and I've seen him debate, and he agrees with most of Gascon's policies. And it's Jeff Shemarinsky. And he's another one. And the fear is, is that Gascon would finish first and Shemarinsky would finish second. And then you'd have two left-wing fanatics in the finals. So your job, our job, is to get somebody else in as one of the top two. Hopefully, we'd get two good guys as number one and number two. And I'm going to talk about the good guys. I'm going to talk about their funding because their funding has a lot to do with it. Their personalities have a lot to do with it, whether they could take on uh, Gascon with strength and really get under his skin. And there are several guys who work as uh, L.A. County deputy DAs who've had many public and private run-ins with Gascon. Gascon has disciplined some of these people because they have uh, fought back against his bad policies. We'll talk about all this when we come back. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. We're going through the uh, race against George Gascon because uh, clock's ticking. It's uh, seven days uh, to the uh, primary and uh, likely uh, there's going to be two candidates left because it's nearly impossible with 12 candidates running for anybody to get 50 uh, percent or 50 uh, percent plus one. Uh, certainly Gascon's not going to get that. More than half the public gives him uh, uh, a disapproval rating. Uh, they disapprove of the job he's doing. So clearly he's in trouble. But because he's got enough progressive support behind him and his opposition is split 11 different ways, he could end up in the number one or number two position and uh, be on the ballot in November against one other candidate. Now, ideally, it'd be great if two of his opponents 
would get in, but it may only be one. And you have to be really careful who you vote for. Now, I'm looking at uh, the uh, the 11 candidates running against him. I'll tell you, one is off the list right away, and you should cross this out immediately and be aware. You do not want Jeff Shemarinsky. He's Gascon, okay? He just has a more pleasant personality. But there's almost nothing that Shemarinsky disagrees with. So he's well-funded. He's the second best-funded candidate. So there's a lot of, I noticed a lot of online ads in my, uh, in my feeds. So you want no on Gascon, no on Chemerinsky. Now, who's a yes? Well, I actually, we have met, I have met or interviewed most of these candidates. And really, they're all good people. And they all make good DAs. Except for a couple of losers at the bottom who I haven't met. And they're not financed. And they're kind of almost like gag candidates. Uh, but but I'd, I'd say... Uh, Nine of the 11 are, 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 are the real thing. However, they're not well-financed and they're not well-known. And I really don't want to criticize them or uh, down, downplay them because they, they'd probably do well if they could get in, if they could get financed. There, there's simply too many. So who is well-financed and has the personality to actually take on Gascon? Now, this is not a final recommendation. To some extent, I'm thinking out loud here. But I think we've had Jonathan Hatami on a lot, and you know his background with those high-profile cases involving uh, two separate children who were killed by their mothers and, and boyfriends. Uh, and, and you have seen him challenge Gascon right to his face and call him a liar, one of the debates. Because I'm looking at being well-financed, having the right experience, and being a deputy DA, he knows what's going on from the inside. He can critique Gascon in a way that maybe others can't. Uh, another good candidate is Nathan Hockman, uh, and he's extremely well-financed. He's getting a lot of real estate money. He's got $2.6 million, uh, and uh, Hockman is a bit of an outsider, though. He's a U.S. attorney, and he's, uh, he's a hard-charging, no-nonsense no guy. And uh, I worry just a little bit because we're in L.A. County here. And L.A. County goes left. And L.A. County votes for Gascon types. Hockman would be a great D.A. Hatami would be a great D.A. as well. I like John McKinney a lot. He doesn't have a lot of money. He's another deputy D.A. who's gone up against Gascon and has, has gotten his uh, gotten demoted by Gascon. And uh, Eric Sadal is also very good. He's the uh, vice president of the Deputy DA's union. I mean, those 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 are the best candidates. And Hockman's personality is very strong. Hatami's personality is very strong. McKinney is the favorite of the other deputy DAs, which is interesting. And Sadal has been very, uh, very public in his criticisms. He's been on our show many times. Uh, not as well financed as Hatami. And nobody's near Hockman. So you got to look at what their personalities are like, whether the whether the uh, the voting public is disposed to electing a guy like that. You have to look at their financing as well. There's well-meaning people who are not financed, who are not known. Hockman's got a name. Hatami has got a name. McKinney and Sadal, less of a public name, but they're supported by all the right people. They also both could use more money. Um. 
So we'll we'll talk more about this tomorrow and and come up I think with, with maybe two recommendations. But uh, Shemarinsky definitely a no. Obviously Gascon a no. But we've got to consolidate our collective voting on one or two guys here because if it gets split uh, twelve different ways, something bad could happen. And it's that's a it's a real threat. It's a real threat that something you could end up with two progressives in the top two. So you have to get one non-progressive in there. So everybody's got to pay attention here. Everybody's got to read up on the candidates. And we'll talk more about this tomorrow. Uh, we'll officially announce our voter guide recommendations on this race and other races coming up. Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> I love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.